0: to Yahweh Reddit. Read It. I am your host, Maggie. And I'm your other host, Laura. And we are two best friends discussing uh, young adult novels from our youth. This season, you probably know, we are reading The Uglies Trilogy by Scott Westerfield. And this is part three of the last book of specials. And you guys, we have been freaking out. This is the fastest I think either of us have finished a section.
1: I know, it took us like days to get through this. But it was also only 90 pages, but shit so much happens in this. Yeah, it moves so fast. I think Laura told
0: me she read, like, the first 90 pages of it just, like, so fast. I did, too. I finished it in one night.
1: I know. I finished it in two nights. I did, like, the first 40 pages one night, and then, like, the latter 50, like, after you caught up, I was like, oh, my God, I have to finish this now.
0: So, safe to say, we are really excited to talk about I know, this. I
1: know, I was, I remember going into it thinking, I was like, man, 90 pages, can you make a whole episode about this? And I was like, absolutely we can, after reading it. I was, oh my god.
0: There's so many moving parts. And I know. like, okay, yes, um, spoiler alert, I was high reading this, but the action actually moved so fast that I could visualize it.
1: Yeah, like, it's like, Scott Westerfeld does write visual scenes well, so well. Yes. Uh, he also writes really good character. Like, he's a good writer. I'll say
0: it. Yeah, this is the first section that I could be like, okay, it's, it's fucking wartime. Yeah. And
1: I knew. Yeah. Okay, so, let's start With that being said. (laughs) Let's do it. We literally start off with it being wartime. It is wartime. And oh my god, can you imagine, you know, you've just escaped this surgery like Tally has. It's where we left off. Yes. And you are standing on the roof of a hospital, watching the horizon, realizing uh, that uh, you indirectly started a war because of your best friend's actions. I know.
0: I kind of imagine it like there's like a yellow, ominous low light yeah. on
1: the horizon and all of the armada is coming you in. You just watch the sky change colors and then the, the like, the yes. machines coming all in. All the smoke You and can see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Was
0: she at the hospital? I thought she was on a different building getting to the hospital.
1: I Well, I thought they were on the roof of the hospital, or a roof of a different building.
0: I was confused, because apparently this is next to Town Hall, wherever she is. Yeah. Because Town Hall is the target of special circumstances. Yeah,
1: and I remember thinking, I was like, but what makes Town Hall so special? And it's not till like, later we learn that Town Hall is where, like, their interface is, so, like, without it, it kind of basically shuts down, like... All of their technology. And I'm like, right, that's so shitty. I get that now. <laughs>
0: like the New York City blackout in 1977? That's what's happening right now. This wow. Time. I was watching the Son of Sam documentary today. I could not get into it. Oh, I don't know what documentary that is. It's just
1: another serial killer one. Uh, you know me. There's too many serial killers out there.
0: So, Special Circumstances is bombing town hall, and Shay is, like, telling Tally that they need to evacuate the hospital immediately.
1: Yeah, and Tally immediately, like, sees a bunch of, like, hospital people trying to, like, get kids out. And Tally's like, I need to save these children. Oh, my God. Yep. And... uh, Because they
0: don't realize that they're in the middle of war. Yeah,
1: well, it's like, I think they do, but I don't think they realize how detrimental it is. Mm. I think they're just like, oh, we're evacuating. And, like, this, like, war doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. And then Tally's like, no, you little shits. War is happening. Let me help you. And uh, she, we have a big old action scene with her getting on the back of a a hover machine and, like, using it as a hoverboard to kind of direct it away.
0: I did, yeah, I kind of imagined, uh, like, a Disney Pixar scene where she's, like, jumped from a burning building (laughs) and is holding on to, like, one of those hoverboards that has um, a million different, video cameras to, like, watch her, yeah. but they have their own, like, sentience, so they're, like, detecting and trying to get away from her, and yeah. she's trying to, like, ride it over to the hospital. Yeah. Because her hovercraft, as you probably know, Tally really likes aborting hoverboards and pushing them to their limits. Her oh, hoverboard, once again, it. has completely disintegrated, so she needs to get one of special circumstances.
1: Oh, man. Uh, yeah, and then, um, god, where was I even going with this? Uh, so Tally, in this entire exchange... She gets uh, detached from the rest of her cutter group. Yep. Uh, and basically realizes that she's about to get crushed by like the last remaining infrastructure of town hall. Mm-hmm. And then the cut. She has to. She pings the cutters to come get her. Mm-hmm. They get out in the nick of time. And this is another big thing I can visualize because she's getting away with like Shay and Ho. And uh, that's when, like, the final crash happens with yeah. the building and the shockwave uh, yeah. comes to hit them. like, I could visualize that, like, kind of barrier shooting towards them and just knocking them out completely.
0: Oh, for sure. When she's like, says that she can feel the ground beneath her rumbling and yeah. then she kind of, like, turns around to see town hall collapsing... I could really yeah. visualize that.
1: And it's weird to be like, we've never seen a shockwave in real life, because those don't, tech, I guess, really happen. Yeah. But we can visualize exactly what it is, because it's almost like an avalanche of sound.
0: Yeah. Also, Scott <laughs> wrote the um, building going down as a balloon
1: deflating. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, that's the best and, way well, to and, describe something. And that's like a, he, he did such a good job of describing what we needed to see in this war. And you can
0: see it. Yep. So the cutters do come, two of them come and get her, and they, uh, because obviously she alerted them through the skin tennis, she turned them back on, and they grab her wrist um, just as this tidal wave of smoke from town hall crumbling is, like, growing larger behind them. So they race out of the cause wake, and they touch down near where Shay is, and she explains that Special Circumstances isn't trying to destroy Diego. They just want to turn it into another city like New Pretty Town. Yeah, like they're tr- strict and controlled, which trying, is not the worst thing. Yeah, trying to take over, but still pretty bad. <laughs> not as bad as destroying the place. It's like, oh, okay. So the parties still, the vibes are off, but they're not as bad as they could be.
1: Uh, yeah, so still like not great news though, because it's just like you know all of this progress that's being made. The government still just wants to have control. Uh, so it's basically Dr. Cable's entire plan to let the city suffer and then come in at the nick of time to be like, we'll save you we'll guys. save you.
0: Oh yeah, save your complex for um, sure.
1: And then we have a really good moment here where, uh, like, Tally does think about just, like, leaving. Tally's like, I don't need to be here for this. Like, I can go off by myself. Yeah. Uh, but we have a good moment with her and Shay where Shay explains how... Things are different now that she's not special anymore. And I think that's really important because she talks about how it's less intense and less rigid. And she has just such a wave of relief for not being like that anymore.
0: Yeah, the war makes Tally kind of have a just, dare I say, moment of clarity, of unbrainwashing herself because she realizes, oh, um, the side that I am on is starting something bad and maybe it's not great to be like the human embodiment of a missile
1: yeah and she's like tally you can like rewire you can cure yourself i know you can but i'm gonna say it after reading this i don't think tally's fully cured
0: no absolutely exactly not.
1: so I'm, I'm mad about that but we'll get there um so now they, they have to go through like the hospital to kind of make sure people are getting the help they need the people who didn't get to evacuate mm-hmm. Um,
0: Shay also does, when Tally and her are having their little heart-to-heart moment, really puts into words, I feel like we've described special circumstances, but it was a very good paragraph where she's explaining, like, what the whole point of special circumstances is to Tally, mm -hmm. and explains that it's, you know, like, how they taught in the school, it's how some people were rich in rusty days, um, and they didn't really deserve it, um, and that's, you know, it just takes convincing that making someone believe that they're better than everyone else, and yeah. Tally has a moment where she's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, so maybe I'm not that great." Exactly. And then I feel like that is when she probably starts realizing.
1: Yeah, that she she, it's it's a very slow burn with Tally like unbrainwashing herself.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: So they're looking through the hospital, and then uh, we have to talk about it. Because uh, Tally gets a ping from Shay, yeah. and Tally's like, Oh no, Tally, you have to come to like room 340 on the third floor. And Tally's like, What's going on? And it's Zane who is unconscious and was not able to be evacuated in this uh, moment of distress.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, um, a lot happened with Zane when oh. he showed up to Diego. He. As you might have known in part two, we did discuss. Um, Tally is has a very cruel outlook on the world. She yeah. has no time for people who are weak. And Zane has had a considerable amount of brain damage, so he was left um, with like really bad tremors. Yeah, and Zane wanted to fix this when he got there, and so the doctors kind of reassessed on top of his brain damage, trying to like get back all of his motor functions. Mm-hmm. But his body rejected his new brain tissue, and his life alert tried to ping staff, but there was no one nearby. And like Laura said earlier, um, since the city was overloaded by the evacuation and there's an emergency channel that grows through the city interface, they couldn't get to it Yeah, was gone. They
1: couldn't, like, at the moment he needed, like, to be fixed, there was no doctors on standby because they were all being evacuated. Mm -hmm. And so now he's essentially brain dead.
0: Yep, he tried to get a physical control upgrade and it wiped out his speech and cognitive functions but the worst part oh so sad reading he can't even breathe on his own and he'll never regain consciousness yeah
1: and it's basically like he's just permanently there but not there and that's just like that is like god that is just like the worst thing to happen i think and I, not I like, yeah, like, that. what a terrible, it's like, cause you're not dead, but you are. Yeah. And there's no even hope that you're coming back. Do
0: you think that they, if everything was
1: going normal, they could have like fixed him? I think that's what they implied. Cause the Ugh. doctors were like, we couldn't answer his ping. And so we couldn't get to him. And I'm going to be honest. I did not like the casualty of the doctors because they were like, yeah, he's pretty much gone. But so, we need this yeah. bed. They're like, but we got a lot of people who are injured, so if we could get this bed back. It was like. Yeah. Dude, like, read the fucking room. Like, you can have your bed back, but also, like, let this girl be sad for a second.
0: I think he said, too, because since, uh, Tally is a weapon and everyone yeah. was terrified of her, that when they were, like, saying that they need the bed back, they got, like, those, uh, really long electric sticks to, like, electrify her if she did yeah. attack, being like, your boyfriend's bed dead and, mm, we need yeah. it. Yeah,
1: and then also, like, big issue with Shay here, because Tally's, like, I want to say goodbye to my boyfriend. And she's like, no, we have to go stop the war. It's a, a lost cause now. And it was just like, what the fuck, Shay? I know. I was so mad. So I was like, you're just not going to let her say goodbye to her boyfriend who's dead now? Because yeah. of something you started?
0: And I feel like a little bit was, I mean, Shay has had her own a handful of fucked up shit happened, but I was, like, really starting to, like, empathize a little bit again on part
1: three, get back on her team, and then after that, I was like, come on, her boyfriend just died. Like, let her have a moment, and Tally's like, let me be the center of the universe for five more minutes, and I was like, that's not being the center of the universe. Yeah. That's a normal response. Your boyfriend
0: inadvertently died because you, basically twice, because you started this war, so. Yeah. The town hall crumbling is because of you, and. Him being like, I'm not good enough for my girlfriend is also,
1: unfortunately, because of you. I do have... I want to hear your opinion on this, because my entire time reading this, I always inferred that uh, Zane's like, uh, brain damage wasn't as that bad, but it just was heightened through Tally's special eyes.
0: Genuinely, I did not think it was that bad. Because all it said was, like, he was shaky, and he sounded normal, and I literally just, like, was like, oh... he probably looks like me on my medication yeah like my hands tremor exactly that's all I thought that exactly he was. Yeah, i'm
1: sure I'm sure like because it's like he can ride a fucking hoverboard and travel to this place like he's clearly not terrible no like at no point were they talking about how they had to like stop for days to have him rest like it seemed like he was fine except just like maybe a little weak physically
0: I'm pretty sure at one point in this book she did call him like a little baby yeah too, looking like God, a little baby
1: that's insane. God. But yeah, it's just God damn it! They really fucked Zane over. It. We also we went on such a journey because, like, when we were introduced to Zane, we did not like him at all. I know. And now I'm like, I feel so bad for Zane, and I want him here at the end of this book.
0: I know he loved
1: her so much. He loved like, her so much,
0: God. I, oh, it's so heartbreaking. Yeah. I do have to say, and, like, yes, I do know that she was altered to actually experience things in a way heightened way, but I will say, Zane being sad, getting out of the tub to text you that I'm sad, and then coming back, and then, like, reading things through her point of view, where... She was like, no one's going to understand the way that I see death in such an intense way, more than anyone ever has. And I was yeah. like, oh yeah, okay, she's literally talking like I did when I was 16. Yeah. I get your brainwashed, but it also feels like a very 16-year-old thing to say. And I mean,
1: she is 16.
0: <laughs> I also did like that when she said this was the final price of her massive ego, I was like, okay, I needed this comedic levity because I am so sad Zane to Stein. She's just like... I mean, I get it's filtered through a very, like, selfish point of view because it's her, but all of the things she was saying, I was like, okay, okay, we can go on. We can go on. This is sad, but kind of funny how she's handling it.
1: Uh, yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah, that's what, that's also, like, her reaction to this. I'm just like, you're not, I don't know if you can rewire yourself, like. (laughs) I know, because even when she
0: was, like, looking uh, looking down at his little fingernails, turning from, like, pink to white. Yeah. I was just like, I think you're always just gonna, like, see all of all Yeah. Of
1: the spas. And I don't know if you I don't know. I yeah. mean, we don't know. They were never given the chance. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if Tally loved Zayn as much as Zane loved Tally. Absolutely not. Yeah. No. Exactly. I think it was just convenient. Yeah. I think Tally was holding on to like what they had from when things were easier for her.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, for sure. Gosh.
1: Okay. We'll move on. We'll probably discuss this more when we do our wrap-up for this entire series. And we will
0: probably discuss it well into the night,
1: outside of the podcast. And probably for the next, like, six months, Maggie and I are gonna keep texting each other being like, remember when, uh, Tally didn't actually deserve Zane?" Yeah. Uh, But, (laughs) moving on. (laughs) She she gets out, Shane
0: is like, you know what, I have a plan, we started this, we gotta end this, we gotta go back home, tell special circumstances, but I need sleep first. Yeah,
1: and Shane's like, this is why you need to stay special, because they're not gonna believe me about the armory, and if you go, you tell them what happened, like, maybe we can stop this war, but like, I'm tired, I need to go to sleep. And Tally's like, "Uh uh-huh, and then Tally just dips.
0: Oh, of course, because she's on, like, the I gotta save everyone on my own bullshit. Yeah. Which,
1: I mean, the only person you love just died. I mean, yeah. So, I get it. Yeah, and then, uh, are flex, because
0: she's taking two hoverboards. Can we talk about this? How she's, like, alternating the weight between them.
1: Yeah. Just
0: jumping back and forth. I know, I'm like, girl, this isn't a video game, like... (laughs) I literally, like, foot to foot, as if it doesn't even matter and then i do like when so nothing can touch her at this point she says she is truly special where she's just looking down and reflecting on the fact that like nothing matters not even if she fell and died she's not worried about that she doesn't give a shit about anything yeah
1: yeah i know and she she has like a you know it's a few days trip it's like three days now that she doesn't have to take the scenic route yeah. Uh, which tells you how uh, much they had to go around things for this journey, because it was two weeks to get to San Diego, or not San Diego, Diego, and now it's only three days to get back because they had to, like, obviously go around all of the stuff to avoid wardens and stuff. Yeah,
0: you're right, you're right.
1: Uh, so she is, you know, traveling. She does uh, set off a fire at a runaway camp and just kind of, like, keeps going.
0: Oh, yeah, she yeah. sees some, like, pretty struggling and then sets, like, Fire accidentally? Yeah, something, accidentally like, falls zero. off
1: of her hoverboard and, and sets she's fire. like,
0: whatever, they're going to die out here anyway. Yeah. I'm, like
1: pretty sure that's her mindset. Hon- she's it. like, honestly, like, they're going to realize that, like, they're going to try to use, like, the tracker that they got to go to Diego. The interface is down. They're not going to be able to get there, so they're either going to turn around or they're going to die. And oh, I... Cryptic. It's so cryptic. And that is actually her thought. Like, we're not exaggerating.
0: Oh, yeah. Homegirl uh, <laughs> wants to... Wants to... Like, I damage. D- to be
1: fair, she is... Uh, in a dark place right now.
0: Yeah, that's fair. She's doing the best for that.
1: Exactly.
0: Unfortunately, on her second night flying, uh, one of the two hoverboards, one of her two rollerblades, starts sputtering out and dies. I kind of love that. She's just, like, jumping back and forth and one starts dying and then it just, like, slowly cavines,
1: like, off into yeah. uh, a tree and she, she loves to break hoverboards. That's her thing. I know. Um, and I also think it's really important, like, the, uh, this is mentioned twice in this uh, section, where Tally on this board uh, is longing for, like, being pretty. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important because, you know, when you think about the first book, how she longed to be pretty, yeah. and now what that would mean now, to mm-hmm. just kind of, like, Still want that, but with knowing what she wants is to still just like not be pretty the way she wanted to initially be pretty. She wants yeah. to be pretty to not have to go through all of these things.
0: Yeah, she just doesn't want to
1: think, she wants no thoughts. How does she arm spaghetti? Arm spaghetti, uh, yeah. No, it's like that. I think that's such an important like understanding of where Tally's like brain is at now to be like, I went through all of this just to be pretty. And even knowing now what I know about everything, I would still just rather be pretty. Yeah. That's so fucked. Like, she
0: just wants an easy lifestyle. Uh,
1: but then she... So she goes to the Rusty Ruins um, for a, a moment. did we know why she actually goes there? Oh, I think it's just kind of reflect. I think it's just to
0: reflect. She slows down when she gets there to rest, I guess. I mean, she only has one hoverboard, so we don't really know. And this to me, is when it indicates that this must have been, like, an insanely long trip. She essentially traveled, like, 50 hours yeah. without stopping. Yeah. No sleeping. And she slows down in the rusty ruins, and she hears a ping on the cutter's frequency, which is
1: kind of odd. Like, she's, she doesn't know where she's She's going. like, all the cutters are in Diego. What's she, going on?
0: She thinks maybe it's an abandoned signal. She doesn't really know. She makes up a language where she'll ask it questions, and one ping means yes, mm-hmm. and two means no. And she realizes it's coming from the tallest building in Rusty Ruins, so she slowly slides up the side of the building and comes face-to-face with David.
1: Yep. yep. David is there. He's hacked the system. He's hacked the system.
0: We're not sure how long he's been there, because it seems like he's gone through a lot of spag bulls.
1: Yeah, it seems like... Favorite. Yeah, well, and it said that, uh, we learned that Shay, uh, was gonna come meet Tally, but was like, mm, I think it's better if I stay in Diego, have fun stopping the war... And so they sent David instead, who took the helicopter to meet her, so that's why he, like, got there first. Yeah. Um, She is not patient. I know. It's just, and it's also, she, like, kind of realizes, like, I could have just taken the helicopter and been here so much faster. Are you fucking kidding me? This
0: is a good lesson for children to learn that sometimes you should ask for help.
1: Yeah, exactly. I wish I had asked more questions in school. Exactly. So, like, we all need to learn how to ask for help sometimes. And boy, did Tally could have used a hand. (laughs) <laughs> yep, there's the one
0: lesson you can take away from the uglies.
1: Yeah, so you know, we we see David, we're there at the ruins, uh, he's been waiting for her. Uh, we also uh, David also mentions that Maddie is worried about Tally and Tally's like, why would she be why would she be worried about me?
0: I know, Tally's like, What the fuck? Maddie hates me and he's like, No, 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 she actually studied Fausto's brain. And she actually realizes how insanely fucked up you are. Yeah, and it's
1: just like, Maddie, you should have realized that sooner. You were a huge bitch to tally at the end of book two. That is fair. As
0: my ex-boyfriend did say to me once, according to my journal in 2017, he liked me because I'm not perfect, and his ex-girlfriend was perfect. That's a little bit of the energy I'm
1: getting from David here. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. I know. <laughs> Um, and David, like, kind of tries to make her feel better, because Tally's kind of like, uh, I did all of this, like, I'm to blame for everything, and David's like, what are you talking about? Like, you helped us, like, make this cure even, like, better now that we, like, know that people can kind of think their way out of things. Like, you made people find freedom. Like, you should be happy for that. Like, even though knowing all these bad things that happened, like, you have brought about such a great change. To the world
0: exactly like you can't stop a revolution. I mean, yes, the love of your life did die, but once they figured out that she cured herself, it made his mom realize that all they had to do was work around the lesions, they don't have to destroy them. Yeah, I mean, rest in peace, Zane. He was kind of an essential piece to that puzzle, I don't know, he
1: was like he died. Honestly, like I feel like Zane died, like what for something he believed in.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, oh, that god. That's insane. Like, he really...
1: Okay, we'll We'll, we'll, go go down this road. Wait for a recap, everybody. We're gonna get there. Yeah, if you Uh, want to get here in the next uh, 30 minutes, we will be talking about this all night. But yeah, and like, this entire exchange with David, it's not like, super friendly, but it's not super negative. It feels like very reminiscent of like, when you do like, have a long conversation with like, an ex, where it's just like, it has that familiarity to it. Exactly. But it's not, like, rooted in, like, oh, I really miss this person. It's just kind of rooted in that, like, kind of, like, wow, this person meant so much to me then, and this is where we are now. That is so funny that you bring that up because, yes, it's like meeting an ex, but
0: when I was, when she was saying that she smelled David's fear, I imagined it as that scene in Gladiator where the guy, they're going into the arena, and the guy behind Russell Crowe pisses himself, and Russell Crowe just looks at him and is like rolls his eyes cuz he's so weak and is probably going to die how the hell i saw their interaction why <laughs> i don't
1: know i always thought david was going to pee himself around tally cuz he's so scared i don't think david's that scared i mean like no, you're probably right. You're <laughs> but probably that's right. just my interpretation. And he said, listen, you go
0: get him, champ. Don't, Dr. Cable doesn't stand. Can you imagine if he said that? <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey,
1: <laughs> hey sport. Uh, hey, <laughs> sport. You need to go do what you need to do out there. We're in the final round of this basketball game. <laughs>
0: he slaps her butt on the way out. But,
1: um, but instead, what he actually does is he gives her the vial with the cure in it. Like, as an option. He's like, you don't need to take it right now, but in case you want it, here.
0: Yeah, he says, you know, like, Dr cable she doesn't stand a chance diego helped us smuggle 200,000 pills into your city over the last month like it is ready to come down it the whole system is just ready to fall yeah and so she's like okay maybe i should sleep before this yeah so tally
1: like sleeps for a second and then tally's like okay now i need to go to the city piece, and we learned that the Italian city, which is still nameless, we've never learned the name of the city. I just keep calling it New Pretty Town. Well, because it's New Pretty Town, Uglyville, Crumblyville. I know. They're... It's like
0: the same setup in Diego, too.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm like, they, I feel like they have like a city name, but these are like neighborhoods within the city. Yeah. But anyway, uh, there's new rules now that like war has broken out. No more hot air balloons. No more like hoverboards unless you're in a like, res- like an area for hoverboarding. No fireworks. No fireworks. Uh, yes. and Tally's like, I'm going to special circumstances immediately. And she's, like, racing to get there. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, she reaches out through the city interface, which now a ton of people must be reaching out because she's put in, like, a queue line, which is not a great sign. Yeah. Uh, the city's probably under some distress, and she has a little back and forth with one of Cap- Dr. Cable's sub commanders maximilla maximilla feaster
1: yeah i know we gave her such a cool name to only get to see her for like five pages very very weird it is very Um, strange yeah feaster picks up and uh tally's like let me talk to dr cable Feaster's like you can't she's in the meeting with like the council and tally's like perfect i need to meet with the council too if like two birds one stone Mm -hmm. and feaster's like uh no she's in a meeting and tally's like tell me where she is or else i'll find it
0: and interesting to learn is that Dr. Cable is also now the acting chair of city council, so she is basically like whatever the president equivalent. Yeah. Lady. She's like
1: in fucking charge.
0: Yeah. And Tally is like, let me in front of her and City Council because it concerns the cutters battling with Diego and Maximilia Feaster or whatever her name is <laughs> is like, Fine, you know what? I'll open the doors or whatever and she does and Tally kinda like finagles her way in there by saying that Diego is planning a surprise attack on them.
1: Yeah. Uh, And so Feaster's like, fine, you can come in. They're in like the operating theater uh, on 4J. Mm -hmm. And Taddy's like, Hell yeah. And she, like, races in there. She goes down the elevator shaft instead of taking the elevator because she has to get there immediately. No time. No time. No time. I have to do this now. Exactly. She gets in the room. Door closes. She's locked in. Feaster's like, cool, Dr. Cable will be with you when she's done with her meeting. She does a little kick flip on the way because she, she earned
0: it. She took time going down that shaft. She beat the elevators. But she realizes... Oh no, it's a trap Yeah, they
1: fucking trapped her in this room. Like, no, you work on our time. We don't work around your schedule. I like to imagine she enters the auditorium, all the
0: lights go out, except for one spotlight on yeah. Dr. Cable. Doctor Cable comes out holding the knife that Tally hurt her hand on in the armory and is like, looking for this Were <laughs> you coming to say that you attacked the armory? We found your skin cells on the knife.
1: Yeah. Honestly, like well yeah, Doctor Cable finally comes into the room after like a few hours. <laughs> uh, and basically does what Maggie just said, like, yeah, Dr. Cable reveals, like, I know you guys destroyed the armory, and I don't care. I want war, and I want to be in charge, and I want to rule the world.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what happened,
1: because as Dr. Cable
0: says, quote, other cities were just waiting to take Diego down with their new system, and flouting of morphological standards anyways, and Tally just provided her ammunition. Exactly. Which is
1: interesting. I,
0: I don't think that's
1: true. I could see it being true. It mm-hmm. seems like other cities were against the new system, because I think later in the book they talk about how the cure has been traveling to other places.
0: Oh, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because I guess David did say that they had exported, like, 100,000 pills.
1: Yeah. <gasps> uh, Interesting. Right? Like, there's so much we just don't get to know. Um, wow. But, and so Tally does what Tally does with Dr. Cable, and she starts lying. Oh, for sure. She basically takes out the injector vial of the cure she has and says, this is my satellite. People are hearing you right now. I'm going to put your confession up on the newsfeed. Everyone's going to know that you're just starting this war to start a war. And
0: Dr. Cable's like, Tally, you silly goose. We're underground. And then Tally's like, oh, it's because I didn't hit send. And at that same time, Dr. Cable kind of like
1: lunges... And Towards her. And Tally basically like stabs Dr. Cable in the hand with the cure, because apparently you don't need to stab anybody anywhere particular to get the cure inside them. Yeah, that I figured you'd have to hit like, you know, like a vein in the neck or like an yeah.
0: arm. I always see whenever it's an injection and you have to put it somewhere as like a very dramatic, like rip it off with your mouth and then stick it in your thigh like an Epi pen. Sort of a
1: moment. Yeah, this was not that, this unfortunately. This was not that, just a hand. Uh, yeah, just kind of, like, grazed her hand and, like, was enough. So um,
0: specials come in for her as she kicks Dr. Cable in the stomach. Why not add, you know, pain to insult? Yeah. And, uh, then she smashes the injector, the the serum, whatever it is, with, like, a
1: roundhouse kick. It yeah. It's like she
0: roundhouse kicks it, which feels very dramatic.
1: Exactly, yeah, super weird. Uh, then Tally basically just gets put in jail. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and time starts moving pretty fast. I feel like she's in jail for, like, a month, I would Yeah, stop. I
1: assumed, like, a few weeks to a month, because, yeah. uh, basically, now that Dr. Cable has started to change, uh, they, Dr. Diego has started talking, like, Shay and, like, Ho and Tox, they're all on news feeds, like, talking about, like, what the specials did to them. And mm-hmm. Diego's talking about what they did to them, and
0: they're showing like I don't know if it's X-rays or just like infographs of Tally's body, essentially being like, here's what the prototype, the perfect special looks like. Yeah, and we sort of like tell time through Doctor Cable's body adapting to the cure. She is becoming really paranoid. Yes. Yeah. Shay and um, Toe talk talks. I don't toxin ho comes on and she said she's like
1: aged looks like she's aged a thousand years and we kind of yeah. talked
0: about this a little bit. that was
1: later though because we don't oh. see we don't see dr Cable right now this is all just when tally's in the cell and hearing about what's happening outside I thought they said that dr
0: cable came to visit her a bit
1: uh, not really it's what it sounded like because uh, like eventually she's removed from power huh. and uh basically all the specials are uh, lawyered to become not special anymore. It's, like, illegal to be a special.
0: Yeah, the sec- And then also the second attack on Diego doesn't happen because, you know, Dr. Cable is the head of council. And she's yeah. she's not cruel anymore. What else- What does she have to do? Yeah, for? It, well,
1: exactly. And, like, Diego basically voices what's going on. So, like, they can't attack anymore without it being, like, oh, they're just having a war to have a war. Yeah. They can't do that.
0: Because now everyone knows that it was just two people who attacked the armory. Exactly. And um there is a part where there finally a doctor comes to let Tally out. Thank god.
1: Well, and then we you know we start hearing from behind the door. It's like these two people that are like, I don't know if this gas is going to knock her out. And that's when I think I fully realized that like the cutters are like a completely different type of special. I don't think I don't know why it didn't click in my head until like this part that they're like an extremely different Version of the special body, yeah. Uh, because they're like, I don't think this gas is gonna knock her out, she's like the last person we have to do specialized. They're like, mm-hmm. Oh, well, we made this just for her, it's gonna work, yeah. And Tally's like, pissed because she doesn't want to go through another surgery. <laughs> oh, poor Tally, uh, which I was like, Fair, but also, like don't you want to not be like this anymore? I don't think I would want to be right, like, it seems like. Shay mellowed out a ton. Right?
0: Like Same with Dr.
1: Cable. And like, Yeah, because it's like Tally still has a lot of anger in her.
0: I would not want to be angry all the time.
1: Exactly. Like, that sounds terrible and not worth it. But uh, gas starts, like, coming into the room. It's not doing anything. And Tally gets a ping that says, Act- play dead, essentially. Yeah. And Tally can't make out quite who it is, but just listens. Because yeah. uh, David kept telling her when they met, like, you're not alone. So Tally's like, someone is here to help me.
0: Yeah, I actually, like, kind of forgot about this part, yeah. but the two doctors take her out of her cell, and they, like, put her in a tank that I I viewed it as, like, sealed shut. Yeah. And the tank starts filling with liquid, and they, I, this was when I was bath, in the bath, and also heard Google say that your skin could fall off if you spent too much time in the bath. And they were also describing, like, liquid pouring out of Tally's yeah. eyes,
1: and everything was just very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. I hated reading this description, because I already don't like being underwater for lots of time, and I don't want to be locked in a tank that's just submerged in water goo. Absolutely not. Before we started recording this, Lauren, I did talk
0: about, um, I don't know if you know Jesse Eisenberg's hit movie, Now You See Me, but there is a scene where Isla Fisher is in a tank of water for three minutes and was actually drowning on set. Yeah. So I kind of pictured it like this. Yeah. But someone comes in to, like,
1: save her and starts fighting the doctors. Yeah. vision's blurry. Exactly. Doesn't know what's going on. The goo and water is cloudy and Talia's like, I can't see. But Talia's like, I'm going to help them. Yeah. And she's able to, like, use her body to knock the entire tank over. Uh Uh-huh. And that's when we see that Dr. Cable is here to rescue her. Yeah, she's like, what the fuck? Why you? And this is when we see that Dr. Cable is, like, now a thousand years old somehow. Mm, that makes sense. Uh, little Benjamin Button. A little, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Um, but this is, again, a weird moment. Because Dr. Cable, she's obviously... Dr. Cable, why did you rescue me? And Dr. Cable's like, you're my, like, last special. You're the last one. I just want one of one of my creations to survive. Like, like she's a little Frankenstein monster, essentially. And
0: at that point, that is where I would want the cure. Right? Like, I don't want anyone to have any sort of property over me, especially someone as fucking evil as her.
1: Exactly. And Tally, and this is where I also get kind of pissed off because Tally's like, well, okay, I guess I'll leave. Yeah,
0: Dr. Cable's like, whatever, I've always had faith you won't change. And she's right! She does not It, It, ugh, it really, it it made me so, so
1: mad. Exactly. And, And, God, I can't believe, yeah, I really cannot believe, knowing that what we've known and learned about Tally over these three books, that she would have kept this reality. It is kind
0: of an interesting relationship, and I wonder, besides The Hunger Games, if there's any other book that I can, like, map this onto. But it's sort of the same with, like, with her and Snow where they like always had that, they have that one line and that, that's like an understanding where it's like, mm-hmm. well, we are many things to each other, but we do not lie. Yeah. Because it's like, they've seen the worst of each other and Dr. Cable is selfish up till the end. Yeah. So that's why I'm kind of shocked this is Tally's, well, I guess it kind of falls in line with her character because she kind of is just a pawn. Yeah. If this was Tally actually doing something for herself once, I think she would choose the cure. Yeah.
1: I guess we'll never know. I don't know. Anyways, um, she, she gets out. She gets free. There's a hoverboard waiting for her on the roof, and she's like, cool. She boots up her skin tenna, and she has some voicemails, none of which are from Shay. Uh, she does finally cry, though. Is that before or after the voicemails?
0: No, that's when she's up in the hoverboard, up in the trees. We take in the landscape. Yeah. And she starts finally crying.
1: Uh, God, yeah, and... Yeah, oh yeah, she finally cries on a few pages later. We get all of her messages. Uh Uh-huh. And boy, a lot just happens in these messages. So, she has three. Paris does run into Andrew
0: Smith, the plotline we never needed. And I like to think that maybe him and Andrew Smith are dating now.
1: Yeah, maybe. Uh, Shay (laughs) has sent her a message uh, and has been updating Tally hourly because uh, Shay thinks Tally's going to come to Diego to help them. Uh, She was sorry uh about those despecializations, but I was like, why are you sorry about that? No, we know specials shouldn't, shouldn't exist. Oh, she did send her a message. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of sweet. Yeah, and then...
0: Maddie sent her a message. Exactly. I panic.
1: I know, and Maddie, a big question here, because Maddie says David is out in the wild, I don't know where he is, but if you find him, tell him I love him. And I'm like, wow, they're not on speaking terms anymore? Are you kidding me? Yeah, she lets him know
0: when she does meet up with David... That or his mom left a message. Yeah. You
1: call your son. Right? First or of all. Or call your mom, first of all. There's Something a lot. Something happened with them, and I don't know what it is. Oh, shit, we got uh, Oh, yeah, and Paris' message, she's like, finally, we're best friends forever, because Paris is going to go around uh, giving the cure. Oh, he's going to go around to the, the Andrew Simpson-Smith people, like you said. Paris has decided he wants to study abroad. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, Tally, like, listens to these, and she's like, okay, cool... Uh, she goes, you know, to the ruins. David isn't there for old times' sake. She sets off a flare. She does, and then he shows up the next morning.
0: He shows up the next morning. She lets him know that Maddie left a message to say, "I love
1: you," and she gets choked up saying it. Which why? Yeah. Why do you love him again? Makes I don't no know. Or oh, maybe it's because she's thinking about how she was in love with Zane. We never really know. If
0: some, if one of my ISIS moms called me and told me to tell their son they I love, I could deliver it with nothing yeah why I, are you choking up even if i was like still fucking them but we had broken
1: up i and know like,
0: uh, you're, it's, it's not that weird it's yeah kinda weird, you know
1: i did like the moment when david like told tally that she still looks like tally that was sweet that was really sweet i i did enjoy that um but they kind of just agree to kind of go off together yeah, it,
0: it kind of ends, and Tally says, I want to save the world, and David says, can I come? And she goes, "Yeah, you're the right man for the job. And she's like, but we have to leave the world with a special message, so they know. And that special me- message is where this book and the series lands on, so it only makes sense that we're going to read the manifesto that Tally leaves. Yes. For you. Do you want to read it, or do you want
1: me to? I don't care, What do you what do you think? I don't care. I like
0: reading. Sure, do it. All right, this is Tally's manifesto. I don't need to be cured, just like I don't need to cut myself to feel or think. From now on, no one rewires my mind but me. Back in Diego, the doctors said that I could learn to control my behavior, and I have. You all helped in one way or another. But you know what? It's not my behavior I'm worried about anymore. It's yours. That's why you won't be seeing from me for a while. Maybe a long time. David and I are staying out here in the wild. Wild. You all say you need us. Well, maybe you do, but not to help you. You have enough help with the millions of bubbly new minds about to be unleashed, with all the cities coming awake at last. Together, you're more than enough to change the world without us. So from now on, David and I are here to stand in your way. You see, freedom has a way of destroying things. You have your new smokes, your new ideas, whole new cities and new systems. Well, we're the new special circumstances. Whenever you push too far into the wild, we'll be waiting, ready to push back. Remember us every time you decide to dig a new foundation, dam a river, or cut down a tree. Worry about us. However hungry the human race becomes now that pretties are waking up, the wild still has teeth. Special teeth. Ugly teeth. Us. We'll be out here somewhere watching, ready to remind you of the price the Rusties paid for going too far. I love you all, but it's time to say goodbye for now. Be careful with the world, or the next time we meet, it might
1: get ugly. Tally, young blood. Again, weird ending there, because it, it, it felt very, again, very angry, and, like, we we're, yeah. we're supposed to believe that Tally's rewired herself, but I really don't think she has. No, I don't, I,
0: I think she still has, like, a superiority complex, and yeah. also, it just, it doesn't
1: make sense. I, like, I think it would have been better if Tally's message is kind of like, you guys don't need help from me anymore, I've helped enough, I'm gonna go live my life the way I want to, finally. That's what I wanted in an ending.
0: It genuinely, like, her character development was great up until the end where it makes no sense. Because yeah. if you've been controlled your whole life, wouldn't you want to relinquish that?
1: Yeah. Live
0: in peace? Exactly. Just live out your
1: days? But no, now it's like living in anger of what could happen next.
0: Exactly. And wanting to control other people. Exactly. And it doesn't, I mean, I don't really know. David, David has always just seemed like everything will be in character for David because David's David, you know? Yeah. But like he is a little agricultural like bean boy, and yeah. she is like big military state tank girl. Yeah, it it, it I cannot see them self coexisting right? in like, the wild.
1: It's just like it feels like with everything we've learned over these past three books, it's like Tally would have wanted finally to be like in her body the yeah. way she wants to. I feel like she would get a surgery to despecialize herself. And she would go, like, live with, in peace, whether with David or not. Like, I feel like, to
0: her core, she is a city girl. Yeah. I, it doesn't make... I don't know. It doesn't make I don't well. know. She's only 16. Like, she can't make these big decisions right now. Absolutely not. Uh, I, she needs to learn how to, like, survive in a society. God, right? As who she is now.
1: Gosh. Yeah. We could go on about this, and we probably will go on about this a lot when we do our series recap. This is true. But I think we should end it here and go into our top five, Maggie.
0: That is, oh my god, I can't believe we're going to do a series recap. Wow. I
1: know, right? Like, we still have to do that. Wow. That, I'm so excited. We finished it. Yeah. Wow. Well, we have to read Extras, too. That's next week. Yes, this is true. We will be coming out with um, a special yeah. edition of uh, Extras. Exactly. Extras is going to be one full episode, the entire book, so you guys don't have to wait. Uh, we're doing that because Extras is a little different. It's a little special, if you will. It's a little special. Uh, because The Uglies is a trilogy, but The Extras is like an official... Fourth book of this series, but following a different character. It is
0: true. Like on um, the book on the back of my book, it says "Read them all in extras is included yeah, in
1: it." Exactly. It's like uh, and Scott Westerfeld has called it the fourth book in his trilogy because so we'll he see. just he felt like the story wasn't fully wrapped up with specials. So we'll see. I know it follows a completely different girl, like fifteen years later. Interesting. I'm kind of imagining it, and I haven't read this book at all because I remember even being in middle school reading these books and being like. I don't need to read extras like the story wrapped up like what else is there to tell yeah I feel like it's almost like instead of he could have done like a 20 page epilogue and instead he just wrote an entire epilogue as a book yeah at least that's what my brain is kind of expecting it to be Mm -hmm. um but yeah let's we'll get into that next week and talk about that with uh hot discourse very
0: fun hot discourse with a very fun hot guest
1: exactly uh, but now let's do our top five. Let's wrap up specials with our top five. Yep. And our top five this episode is just things we would have really liked to know more about. Yeah. Things we would like to see, things we didn't feel like we got to sink our teeth into enough. And most importantly, a little a few side stories we want you to like fantasize about what ifs. Exactly. If you guys want to start writing fan fiction, uh, please do. Oh I, my god, these I, are I, fan
0: fiction prompts.
1: Exactly. Wow. And I love a fan fiction.
0: That's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, these are top five things slash side stories we would have liked to see. Um, I guess I'll start with number five. Do it. So, if you guys might have remembered at the beginning of this book, we had a little um, uh, little nibble at a rendezvous that never happened. But number five, I want David and the Smoky Girl to date. Yeah, that's what that is. It seemed like that's what we were being led to believe. She came into the party. He kind of like saved her. What? Ooh, that thing? she had long
1: hair. They were knows? touching hands. Exactly.
0: Uh, uh, what happened to her? I
1: don't know. <laughs> uh, number four is we just want a plot line for Paris. We've said this multiple times throughout our rereading of this series. He was built up to be such a big character, yeah. and boy did he not be that. He was not a big character at all. He was mentioned very seldomly, very briefly. You know, he's supposed to be Tally's best friend, and yet Fausto was more important than him. I was really excited.
0: I literally think in the first three pages of reading this, I was like, oh, I'm Paris to you. And yeah. Then, I mean, he turned out to be a shitty friend, but I imagined this guy with, like, blonde hair, just the most chiseled face, yeah. shirt always open, chest hair, like, like... Always having babes on his arms. Exactly. And now, what's he doing? Maybe with Andrew Smith? I don't know. We don't know.
1: We can only fantasize.
0: Brings us to number three. We are dying to know, how did Dr. Cable become a special?
1: I would have loved, I would love if, instead of extras, whatever that might be, if it was a Dr. Cable origin story, I'd be so invested in that. She
0: only ever alluded to being like, I was once like you Tally, and being a tricky ugly.
1: Yeah. So... I we I mean, know she, she, like she has a past, yeah. I am thinking maybe that would be the fan fiction I write. I would be very interested to read yeah, it. Yeah, maybe we could write a fan fiction together. That would be fun. That would be very fun. We'll get, we'll talk more. Stay tuned, guys. Uh, number two, and we've said this before and we'll say it again, this is Maggie's big thing. Yep. Shay and Fosto should be fucking... They should be fucking. And if they, like we, and they might be, but we want a concrete evidence that they are fucking. It would make sense, because
0: he seems like a Taurus. Yeah. He would be humble, down to earth. I don't know what the opposite that would be. Shay is the most chaotic sign I can think of.
1: She's a Virgo because their birthday's in September. But
0: you need, like, a chaotic <laughs> girlfriend, humble boyfriend. Yeah.
1: That would be that. That's true.
0: And... Number one, this is we really wanted to see this. We wanted to see Tally and David go their own ways.
1: I honestly think if it was gonna end this way, yeah. Tally should have went off by herself.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. She needs to either be alone for a bit and figure out how she deals with shit, or figure out how she deals with shit in society. Why doesn't
1: she go talk to the uh, like psychologist from book two that was worried about Shay? I'm sure he's worried about Tally. I would go therapy, girl.
0: If a therapist offered me cookies after, I'd I'd
1: suck his dick. (laughs) No, you can't do that with a therapist, Maggie. I hit on one therapist. License. That's fair. Uh, And honestly, okay. Outside of the top five, I have a negative one for us, Maggie, because this is something we would not want to see. Yeah, what's up? At all. Yeah. We want to see less of Andrew Simpson Smith. Oh, God. Well, because again, he was introduced to be this, like, big character, and I was like, okay, he's gonna mean something in the third book. Yeah. And we get to the third book, he's brought up, and I'm like, okay, hell yeah, he's back, and then he's gone again. That is true. Like, we spent a hundred pages with him last book. We did not
0: need that just so it it could be, like, um, revealed later on that he
1: was giving out trackers. Exactly. We didn't need that. No, we didn't need that. No. Uh, But, gang, that's going to be it for specials. Join us next week when we get to extras. We're really excited to do a full big book episode. Um, Yeah, for right now, uh, if you can, please rate and review our podcast. Yeah, we read it anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah. Uh, Also, follow us on Instagram at Meggie and Laura. Follow us on all our social medias. We have a TikTok and a Twitter. You don't want to miss it. We're also an Audio Mint podcast. So if you're looking for, like, another cool podcast, I suggest looking there. That is cool. We have fun ones. Yeah. That's,
0: you know what, (laughs) whatever. We're keeping that sentence. Uh,
1: Exactly. Yeah, we are. Uh, Thank you guys for joining us on this journey. And we love you so much. And thank you guys. Goodbye. Bye.
0: You were just listening to an Audio Mint podcast.